Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, if you were with me when I record the daily devotionals, and sometimes there are people who come and watch when we're recording the daily devotional, uh, what you would know is that I spend time thinking about it and preparing for what I'm going to say. And that can come out of my prayer life. And if you recall, when I very much started, if you were one of the very beginning people who started with us on the prayer on the daily devotionals so long ago, one of the things I said was, the daily devotionals are going to come out of my prayer life. Because I was so convicted that the one thing that we need to do is grow in our relationship with God. And so if I was going to do a daily devotion, it was going to come out of what God was doing in my prayer and in my heart. And sometimes when I'm recording, Right at the moment of recording, I feel the Holy Spirit say something to me and, and I stop and we stop and we go back and record again. Well, I've already recorded the daily devotional today, but I am not going to use that one. And I'm going to record again because I just felt like the Lord put something in my heart. The Holy Spirit prompted something in my heart. Now, what I'm about to talk about today is difficult. And there will be some people who will say, this is beyond me. And it's beyond me because I'm caught by habit. What's habit? Habit is, is, is the things that we do, often without even the knowledge of, of what we're doing, but we do them all the time. And habit, in a sense, captures us. It's like a, it's like a, a glove that we wear. It's got us restricted rather than we're able to live in freedom. Sometimes a habit is like a straitjacket. I don't have freedom to do what I want because I keep doing what I've always done. And sometimes habits are chosen and they can be very good things, habits. But sometimes and a lot of habits are subconscious uh, that, that we do in our life. And I want to talk today about our speech, about talk and our words. And here we are in this series about, the, uh, about beginning powerfully things in our life. And particularly at the beginning of a new year, we're in, in the midst of our lives and, and we get the opportunity in a sense to say, hey, it's a new year, I could make some changes, I could do things again. Well, if you want success, one of the things we know is that the power of our words has a capacity to declare our future. All right. Have you ever had someone say something to you and it's crushed you? Had someone say something to you many years ago and you've lived out of that? We know that words spoken to people, and particularly people that mean something to the person they're being spoken to, can have the effect of changing a person's in life, both for the good and for the negative in their life. Well, there's so much read about speaking. And I want to talk to you about, at the beginning of the year, a way that you can speak that will affect your future. This is deeply, well, it's deeply spiritual. And as I say, some people will find this somewhat hard to do because they're caught in habit. Let's have a look first of all at James chapter 3 and we're going to start at verse 2. For all of us make many mistakes. How true is that? All of us make many mistakes. Anyone who makes no mistakes in speaking is perfect. Able to keep the whole body in check with a bridle. A bridle is what you put in a horse's mouth. If we put bits in the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we guide their whole bodies. Or look at ships, though they are so large that it takes strong winds to drive them, yet they're guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great exploits. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts 
of great exploits. James uses two examples here. He uses the, the bit, the bridle that goes into the mouth of a horse and he says with that you can turn the horse and you can control this powerful beast that you can't in other ways. Uh, he, talks about, he talks about the rudder of a ship being so little and yet it can direct. And in, and in the same way, our tongue can affect and direct our entire life and can actually affect other people. And when we're beginning something, what we say can dictate our future. Rosemary sometimes says to me, now be careful what you're speaking about because your words dictate your future. Now, if, in your, if you're in the habit of speaking negative words to you, to yourself, unless you break the negative words that you speak about yourself, look at my life, look at what happened, look at what I've done, look at who I am, look at me when I look in the mirror. I'm not as attractive, I don't have, I'm not as smart, I'm not as tall, I'm a bit rounder, I'm a bit skinnier. Whatever it is, we can say things to ourselves and they affect our future. Well, Jesus one day is right at the beginning of his ministry, right at the very beginning of his ministry. And when he's at the beginning of his ministry, he one day goes to the synagogue and he gets to do the reading. And they hand him the book of Isaiah and it says, and he, he picked it up and he turned to the place. Now listen to what Jesus is doing. Jesus now uses words, what is written, to declare what he's going to do. He declares who he is. And so our words, Jesus uses his words to say, this is what I'm about to do. And as we begin into a new project, new year, new relationship, new circumstance, your words will dictate what you achieve. In Luke chapter 4, verse uh, 16. And when he came to Nazareth, when he had brought up, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place. Sounds like it was deliberate. Found the place where it's written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. What's Jesus doing? Jesus is using his words to say, this is who I am. This is where I'm going. This is the kind of person I am. As we begin something new, sometimes what we have to do is to declare the who we are, to declare the new me. And then we have to break the habits that keep pulling us back into the old me. Our words have power. And if you use your words powerfully, they can touch the lives of people incredibly. And most of all, they can touch your life if you will let them. Well, as we finish today, as, as we finish today, I want to ask if you would help me to get the message of the gospel to more people. I'm using my words now because I'm going to tell you that I sense that God wants me to share the gospel with more people so that people come to love Jesus, to know Jesus, and they live in the freedom that you are right now. Lent comes next month and many of you have told me that the reason that you the reason that you have changed or you've experienced the gospel is because you've listened to words that have changed your life. 
And the reason we were able to find you is because we went advertising. We put our stuff out there looking for people so that they could say, hey, listen, send me the Lent daily devotionals. Well, I want to ask you today, would you do that? Now, as I've been sharing, we figured out we can reach a person for about $7. If we advertise, a person will sign up. Could I ask you if you'd do one of two things? Uh, could I ask you if you would either become a faith builder partner, which gives us the ability to be able to reach people we know it costs about $7 that where you would give that continually and we'll keep reaching people, not just at Lent, but all year round. Or would you make a one-off gift uh, to be able to reach people? Because we're going to advertise in a couple of weeks' time. And when we do, we're going to try and reach as many people as we can. And it will change their lives. And maybe many people who are caught in words that are destructive to them and to their families. And, and robbing life from them will hear the gospel and they will come to know Jesus and they will change because of it. It matters, everybody. And I'm asking for your help, please. It's desperate that people come to know Jesus in our modern world. You can go to the Give tab. You can go to this address on the screen. You can choose to give every month. You can choose to give once off. But would you help me bring Jesus to people? No, the money won't come to me. The money will go to reaching more and more people for Jesus. I'm asking for your help. I'm using my words because I'm declaring what God has said to me, proclaim my glory to the ends of the earth. People come to know Jesus. That's what we're trying to do. Loving Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise because you're good. Lord God, allow us to use words that declare you and your blessing upon our life, that we would be changed. And Father, we make this prayer in Jesus' name, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. There's so much more I feel like saying today but we'd better stop. Hey, God bless you. See you tomorrow. And don't forget wherever you are, God is never, ever, ever far from you.